Coming up on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, flowcharts and mind maps for Google Drive. Hi, my name is Guy Trainin, and this is Mobile Learning in the Classroom from TechEdge. And today we're talking about flowcharts and mind maps inside Google Drive. And what we're going to start with is actually adding apps. So when you go to your Google Drive and you go to New, uh, you can get all the regular Google apps, but you can connect more apps, which allows you to take things that are available online. Google Forms is one of them. We're not going to talk about Google Forms today, but we are going to talk about two other uh, apps that are available uh, for free, or at least to a certain degree uh, for free. The first one is Lucidchart. Lucidchart, like many other products, you can get a few sample uh, diagrams for free, but after that, you will have to pay if you want to use it more robustly. So we added, and this is exactly how you add apps to Drive. Um, the other app that I want to uh, add is MindMap. Even if I can't find it, all I have to do is do a short search, and you will get there's MindMap. Uh, there are multiple versions of MindMap, and um, I'm going to use MindMeister. Uh, both apps are on the drive, but they are actually available on all other devices as well. So you can get them as an iOS app or uh, find them for uh, other Google devices. So that's one way. Now, if you want to start something, you can see that those two apps that I just connected show up and in the new kinds of files. So we'll go to this and Lucidchart would like to be able to connect to my uh, email address and profile info and that allows us to work within that world and to save into uh, Google Drive which is really really important um, it starts uh, inside Lucidchart you can create fantastic flowcharts you can even create a mind map although that's not what the tool was designed for and the idea here is that to aid instruction or learning that uh, you create a visual representation of what you're learning or what you're doing. It's very good to describe processes, to describe a uh, historical phenomena or to describe things in science. So there's, uh, there are very, very good reasons to use this kind of a diagram tool. And as it's building its shape library and everything else, you can see that it's got templates. You can use built templates and you can see that there are quite a few. For example, we can go to education templates and see that there's a cluster for webs, there's a describing will, concept map creation, which allows you to do mind mapping and things like that. Let's take a concept map as a template. And we can start drawing. Now, in the free version, you're allowed to draw one map, and then you are limited beyond that. You've got to pay, or the other option is to save that as a PDF or to export it, and then to replace it with your next one that you want. It walks you through the steps, so there are lots of good directions about how you can choose uh, things, and those are uh, some basic tips. So it does walk you through everything. You can use what's there, so we can take a, a concept, um, let's say hmm, um, 
choosing a phone and you can start creating this flowchart that allows us to do uh, the actions around choosing a phone. Do I want, for example, the first question can be, do we want an iOS or a, a Google device and then go beyond that. That's one way to think about it. But you can see that if you want to add something, all you do is you go to the library on the left and then you drop this. What I love about this uh, tool, because it's for diagramming, is it's got this grid that you snap everything to, which means that you can do things that line up accurately. If you've ever tried to create things inside Microsoft applications, it's always moving. It's hard, although it's got a grid as well. It's much harder to get things to line up. But here, if you've got two boxes, for example, it'll show you that it's lining up without actually having to add anything or to look very carefully. It tells you how far they are from each other the fact that they're lined up. If they're not lined up, it'll tell you how it's lined up from another object. Or as you can see now, if I'm lining it up sideways, it allows me to do that as well. So that's really powerful. You can, of course, import images and uh, any other uh, pictures that you have to put at the background or to include as part of the flowchart. So you're not, you have quite a few things you can use here and you can add more. Uh, kinds of uh, objects to this that are available. Again, if you pay for the license, you get a lot more, but even if you don't, you get quite a bit. And you can see, by the way, that in this free version, you're also limited to 60 objects in that page. That should be enough, especially in education where we're working with kids, sometimes actually limiting the numbers and having to think about parsimony and what are the most important features is actually a good thing. And one of the things that you can then do is you can actually export it to Google Drive. So if you're working in Google Classroom or anything like that, that's very easy. It's going to be in Google Drive and you can share it that way. You can generate Google Slides out of that or you can download it into your computer and then you can download it as a PDF or a whole slew of formats that are all about having a, it as a graphic. So you actually have a lot of control. You can export and then you can create a new one if you don't want to pay for a license, if you can pay for a license. I use this app a lot um, in my writing, when I want to think about the process, when I, I work for publication and things like that. So it's worth it for me. But if you're working in a classroom, another way to do it is to use the free version and just to keep replacing. So that's creating concepts maps and other flowcharts through a lucid chart. The next one I want to talk about, again, we've imported it already, is MindMeister, and that's much more mind mapping in its most basic form. And I like uh, MindMeister simply because, again, it goes across devices, so it can actually uh, work with my iOS devices, it can work with other devices. And this is MindMaster, and in MindMaster, what you can do is you can create mind maps. This is an example that is given there, and one of the things that it does is, this is a really good place to start because it walks you through all the steps and all the things that it can do, including tutorial videos and training, but the truth is that you can get the hang of it rather uh, quickly to get started. 
and you just get the original idea and then every time you hit enter you add another concept so you can very in very rapid fire create a whole host of ideas that can be mapped and organized and you can actually organize them in different ways so you can move things on your own just by shifting things around on the board or you can use an automatic organizer that organizes it in a in a specific hierarchy with a direction so that's another way to do this you can see here on the right that you can uh, add emojis and all kinds of symbols but also play with font size and style and also colors so you can really create a complicated mind map fairly quickly but for me with mind maps just like with anything that has to do with ID generation or ideation uh, you want to be able to do that rather quickly, rapid fire, so idea, hit enter, idea, hit enter, idea, hit enter, and that's a way to create a really effective mind map. So today on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, we talked about two ways to uh, do mind maps and to do flow charts. Uh, my favorite is Lucidchart, but a mind map, and there are other versions of it. So if you do a search, you'll find some other apps that do the same thing, are great choices. Both of them have a very basic free version. And then if you want to get more into it and create more sophisticated things, you do have to pay for a license, but to play around or to have kids create a basic mind map, you don't need to do more than download the free version. I'll see you next time on Mobile Learning in the Classroom.